Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. It's Creature of the Week time with Andrew Johnston. Kia ora, Andy. How good day. Good, man. I'm so good. I'm so excited for today. Excited for today? So excited. Why? Today, Tell it's us. A, we've got a breaking news segment. This is a huge, this is a genuinely huge. Huge, huge scoops on, on the R1 News show. Yeah. Genuinely. Well, because today we're not, we're not staying up there or New Zealand. We're going across the ditch. Across the ditch. We're going to Australia because there's some breaking news over there. They want to bring back the Tasmanian tiger from extinction. So many questions. Like, 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 straight up Jurassic Park. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is a Tasmanian tiger? Okay, yeah, good, good, good Let's place to start. There. Very good place to start. So, a Tasmanian tiger is imagine like a very large dog, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got little. The reason they're called tigers is they've got these little tiger stripes down the back. Down okay, the back. so they're not a big cat. Not no, a big cat. No. They're more like a dog. More right. like a dog. Um, but they went extinct in 1930, right? So, like, kind of recent. But yeah, kind of recent. Yeah. It's in the last hundred years. Yeah. Um, due to things like hunting and habitat loss and issues mainly caused, pretty much all caused by humans. Yeah. Um, and they uh, are very interesting. They're also a marsupial. So a marsupial is like an animal that has a pouch. Right, as in mo- most mammals in Australia are marsupials, it, it's right? It's really interesting, Walmart's actually. Yeah. Kangas, yeah, 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 yeah. All those guys, all those, like, yeah, kangaroos is probably the most uh, famous one, right? Because they've got the little pouch for the little joey. So what does it actually mean to be a marsupial? It means that their gestation, I think, isn't completely finished within the womb. They also kind of come out and uh, finish their sort of gestation, which is their sort of growing, I guess, within the, the uh, pouch. Rather right. than the body as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, something really fascinating about the Tasmanian tiger mm. that I, I actually. There's a video of these things. There is, yeah. I, yeah. It must be the only video of an extinct animal that exists. I, yeah, yeah, most likely. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. There's no videos of the dodo. There's no, no videos no. of but All those sort of like ancient uh, quotation marks are again, animals for sure. I mean, we've had extinctions within the last, you know, last 100 years or whatever, but though this, there's only one video. I think there's like yeah. one because yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. just the invention of the camera, the adventure of the videograph. And we have this one video of a Tasmanian tiger in like a, I can't remember where it is in Australia, but an Australian zoo. Yeah, it's really like kind of it's spooky. Very spooky. Yeah, looking, yeah. yeah, looking at a ghost. It's, Honestly, uh, and and they're, and they're pretty spectacular animals. That it's, it's, so they they can they've got a big mouth. They've got a huge mouth. They've got a huge <laughs> mouth. If you uh, if you got a mate, he's got a big mouth. Just call him a Tasmanian tiger because these guys can open their mouth ninety degrees. Yeah, that's 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 like whack. a full on like yeah, that's huge. Like yeah. a right an- right angle triangle. Yeah, it's a big angle. That's that's huge. Because they're they're a, uh, they're an apex predator, right? They're they're a carnivore apex predator. They got a big mouth, big teeth, to eat, eat, eat whatever. So they're very top of the food chain kind of thing. And what's this nonsense about wanting to bring them back yes. from the dead? Oh right, okay. So there's basically there's this company called Colossal. Okay, they're they're a U.S. biotech company, and they're only founded like 2021. They're they're a brand new company. Headed by this guy called George Church. He's a very, very interesting um, scientist. Anyway, what they want to do is they want to bring back not only a Tasmanian um, tiger, but also other species. So you might have heard in the news um, uh, mammoths being said to be brought back. Yes. That's the same company. Right. So this company is like overarching this idea of de-extinction and Uh, bringing animals back. I mean, you just have to watch... Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah. to see the 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 the, it the didn't end well. Yeah, it it didn't end well, well for them. No. <clears throat> exactly. So they're they're doing it in good faith for sure. So so there's there's uh, it's a very controversial topic. This thing called the extinction. Um, a lot of arguments on both sides, but for them the argument is basically that de-extinction and translocations. 
so like reintroductions or, or rewilding, is not too dissimilar. Right. So both de-extinction and, and rewilding have this idea of bringing an animal back to an area in which it was previously. Right. So the idea of de-extinction is that maybe if we bring back some of these high-up apex predators or, or big players in the game, then they can help re shape the landscape and reshape the ecosystem in a positive way. So that's that's the general idea of why you'd want to do it. Okay. It's, so it's it's not a novelty thing. It's not and it's not like a uh, well, it's kind of novelty. It's a kind of novelty thing, but it's also like uh, you know, is it remorse? Is it guilt for having let these things disappear in the first place? It, is it is it, it, it um, can. There's like there's a moral reason behind it as well, right? Reparations, like, you yeah. Know? Like we caused the Tasmanian tiger to go extinct. Therefore, is it our moral obligation to then bring them back? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There are so many ethical questions there. Here, right? Yeah. I, I also I feel like what what about what about all the animals on the brink of extinction right now? Well, that's what, that's what? the thing. Because this this project is a multi million dollar project. I think I saw like some philanthropist has donated five million dollars to bringing the Tasmanian uh, tiger back. So great, awesome, but is it possible that that money could then go towards conservation of animals that are still alive? Yeah. And is it probably easier to keep animals alive than to bring them back from the dead? Exactly. I would think so. Right? It's, to me, it's analogous to, like, uh, you know, billionaires wanting to exit planet Earth before, mm. before you know, mass extinction yes. and the climate apocalypse occurs. They want to leave, spend all their money building rockets to get to Mars while, mm. while we could... That's all money being divested from saving the planet that we have. Exactly, exactly. And I I 100% agree with that. The only counter I'd say is that people want to invest in novel ideas. So this $5 million that's gone towards bringing back the Tasmanian tiger, this person might not have donated it to help save the Takahe. You know, like, Mm. like it's not... It's not exciting enough for someone that has a lot of money like that to donate to. Uh-huh. So there's this sort of yeah, seesawing back and forth. Is it good? Is it bad? Well, we're getting money, but is the money really going to the right place? It's it's a whole thing. Can you explain de-extinction a bit more, like, logistically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I've heard, to bring back the mammoth, we need to use its relative, the elephant, right? You yes. can't just... You, you, you don't... You don't a, a mammoth won't grow in a petri dish. You know, no, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, so the kind of the colloquial term that's gone around is like a mammoth ant. Mammoth ant, so like, a, a, like a, a combination between a, a mammoth and an elephant. Sorry. <clears throat> Basically, there's three ways that you can do de-extinction. Okay. The first is something called backbreeding, which is a bit of a cheat. But basically, what you're doing is you're breeding an animal and selectively choosing which traits resemble its ancestral extinct species, right? So if, so if, we, take the, if we take the elephant, it's like breeding a, um, an Asian elephant until it becomes hairy because you're just selectively uh-huh. choosing it to the, the, the traits that are more like a, a, a mammoth. So uh-huh. it takes a long time. It's a bit of a cheat, but it's, it's possible. The second one is something called cloning. Very, you know, we've all kind of, we know about cloning. You might have heard of Dolly the sheep. Yes. Which was a sheep that was cloned. So... The idea of the extinction is that you could take a um, like a somatic cell. So you could take a a cell to do with um, like a, a sex cell, like right? a sex cell. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. You take a sex cell from an extinct animal and then put it into a uh, or, uh, an alive animal, and then it gives birth to this clone of that extinct animal. Uh-huh. Right. So that's another possible way, and that's also been done before. So de-extinction has actually already occurred. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah. So this this Tasmanian tiger won't be the first. So oh the God. first was something called a Pyrenean ibex, 
which is this kind of like goat-like animal. And what they did is they did that. They just did, they did a cloning. So it went extinct in 2000, I believe, the Pyrenean ibex. Um, there wasn't a lot left. I think a tree fell on the last living species of this, of this animal. Really sad. But in 2009, they, they managed to bring it back through cloning. But it only survived for about a couple minutes after birth. It, it, didn't, it didn't last for a long time. So okay. there was a lot of, it was like breathing defects, I think. Yeah. And it, it, was, it wasn't a positive thing. Um, so that's, that's another way, is cloning. But the way that they want to bring back the Tasmanian tiger and the way they want to bring back the mammoth and all these other things is genetic engineering, which is probably the most likely possible way to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me again. The idea of genetic engineering is that you could, if you, if you map an entire genome of an animal, which they've done with the Tasmanian tiger, they've mapped all the genes and all the, all the, all the stuff with the, with the animal, then what you could do is you could get genes from similar animals, recode them, resort mm. them mm. to be similar to the extinct animal, and then you put those genes into uh, a surrogate, to, which is like a, a, a mother, basically, mm. to give birth to that animal. Mm. It's a lot more like scientific hoo-ha going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, that's... That just seems at the, uh, the very cutting edge of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of of you know human yeah de- the extinction is, like, is is a brand new field in yeah. science like it's it's very very well recent. it's it's humans playing god essentially oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah I I can understand the appeal I can understand the appeal but I can also very much mm-hmm. understand the uh, the critique of it it's, oh big time it's it seems it seems beyond. Uh, I mean, again, Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think there is what, a lot. Six movies now saying how it's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it is fascinating nonetheless. It is because uh, the idea, like, have you heard of um, introducing the wolves to Yellowstone? Have you heard about that whole thing? No. So basically, what happened was in Yellowstone. Yellowstone is a national park in in the United States, States. and it was in a bit of disrepair. So there was. Uh, uh, lots of issues there because all the wolves were hunted and and were um, made extinct from the area. So when the wolves were gone, that meant that like um, that deer would come back and they would eat all the vegetation, which would cause this lots of issues in the area. So basically, what they did to to help out is they reintroduced these wolves back into the Yellowstone, which meant that the wolves ate all the deer, which meant that the vegetation could come back, which meant that all the little like beavers and ducks and prey animals could eat on the vegetation, mm. which meant that the trees grew bigger, so mm. that the trees could hold up the banks of the rivers, so wow. the rivers could meander wow. through the park more, wow. and it was this huge effect of just bringing back one animal yeah. that just basically just like made the Yellowstone National Park alive yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, it's something called a trophic cascade, which you might know, but the trophic cascade is basically where you affect something right at the top of the food chain, right at the top, and then it has these effects that go all the way down yeah. through it. So that's what basically this uh, de-extinction could possibly do. So we bring back this apex predator of this Tasmanian tiger. We might see this trophic cascade of positive effects. Maybe. I like that. I like I like the idea of it benefiting the ecosystem yeah, yeah, more yeah. than just a, like humans toying around exactly. with... with with genetics mm-hmm. like and and that's the thing as well i think there's a lot of stigma around genetic engineering because there, there always there always has been mm-hmm. and i think de-extinction de- will fall, probably fall into the same category of becoming a bit of a buzzword that people 
kind of immediately polarise yep. into a, a different camps. But but when you really break it down, like genetic engineering, I mean, selective breeding is, is a form of genetic engineering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do- dogs are the longest experiment. Exactly. Breeds of dogs are the longest experiment in, in, in selective breeding I and mean, genetic engineering that humans have ever done. Yeah. And the corn you eat didn't look like that exactly. a thousand million years ago. You know? I learned that tomatoes used to be the size of peas. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So we, we do, with as humans, have genetically engineered for a long time. But I guess this is just the fast-paced version. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Exciting in one sense. It's very exciting. Yeah. I, I, so, so these guys are wanting to bring it back within the next ten years. Wow, uh, oh is gosh. the idea. So we'll see. Because they, they said the same thing about the mammoth, and we haven't really seen many no. results I don't there see either. Any mammoths around? Um, but they've partnered up with uh, an Australian university, um, University of Melbourne. So yeah, it looks very promising. Amazing. Yeah. Andy, thank you again, oh, mate, coming on and enlightening us in, in, in the world of fauna and beautiful animals and, 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 and um, animals from the past. From the past. I, the, we're really branching into different oh, yeah. eras here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very exciting stuff. Y- you've learned a bit about the Tasmanian tiger, and, and one day uh, you might be able to touch one. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the reality of the situation. You, it's that we, crazy. That is mind-blowing. Uh, Andy, thank you so much, man. Um, can't wait to see what next week has to offer for Creature so of the Week. So excited for next awesome. week. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. See you later, bud. See ya. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.